Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dom Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Why, hello there. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome. You are listening to the Goddess Diaries Radio, your place for daring to remember your sacred self. I'm your host, Dawn Champagne, and if you haven't done so already, I invite you to download your three free goddess gifts when you sign up for my newsletter. Now, this bundle is your toolkit for unleashing your inner goddess and daring to remember your sacred self. You can find it at thegoddessdiaries.org, and I've also included the link in the description page here. Well, 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 it is a new year new opportunities for daring to be your goddess self, and what better time than now to seize that opportunity. (laughs) The energies are ripe, ladies. During this moon cycle, which started back on solstice, December 21st, in Capricorn, the energies are all about laying the foundations for a fantastic year and beyond, of course, (laughs) But Capricorn energy has us working out our emotions. Capricorn energy, when the moon is in Capricorn energy, let me just backtrack this whole thing here. Scratch that. (laughs) Reverse. Okay. So with the start of the lunar cycle back on December 21st, uh, the new moon, we had a new moon in Capricorn. And when the moon is in Capricorn, That energy has us working out our emotions in relation to structure and security, to reputation, authority. And so really right now is a really good time to align with the cosmos and use it to your advantage. You know, the next new moon, I believe, is on the 20th. So um, we still have some time to really play with this energy and use it in our lives in terms of where those structures are in our lives. And, you know, you can do this by reviewing any intentions that you may have set for the new year. Um, I know that we're only about a week and a half into the new year, but it's helpful to keep those in the forefront of your mind. And so reviewing your intentions and really leaning into your vision and continuing to feel into your your desired future, it, it's a lot of examination work, sure, but <laughs> it's really good energy for doing this. And, well, you know, for instance, on last week's show, I interviewed Mindy Crary of creative money and we talked about the energy of money and how financial ambition does not make you any less authentic spiritually spiritually speaking in fact it probably you know owning that financial ambition makes you even more spiritual if you are consciously aware of it <laughs> but it was a really good conversation and so in line with the energies of this lunar cycle 
And I really hope that you can check it out. So um, if you haven't heard it, that was last week's episode. But anyway, this week I really want to continue on that same theme of talking about what it means to commit to feeling into your desires and laying that foundation work for a successful year ahead. So at Christmas, I received the most wonderful gift of the Desire Map Day Planner from my man, my hot Irish man. (laughs) And he... um, yeah, so he got me this gift for Christmas, and I, I took some time over the last couple of weeks in December to really work through Danielle Laporte's Desire Map book and all of the exercises included therein. I've read it before, but I never actually committed to doing the exercises until this year, and I did all of them, and I resolved that this year, more so than ever before, is the year for me to lead with feeling. And I know that many of you are probably already on board with this strategy of of living your life, you know, leading with feeling. But the gist of what I'm saying is that commit to feeling into your desired future. (sighs) You must question how everything makes you feel. Everything from your relationship to money to the food that you eat, to the way that you arrange your home, and even down to the clothes that you're choosing to wear, (laughs) or as you might see in a minute, the clothes that you choose not to wear. (laughs) So for, for after I worked out my core desired feelings, I chose a power word for the year, and I identified the goddess archetype that I want to tap into throughout 2015, um, I told myself, the next step, the next logical step to all of this is to do, (laughs) is to recharge, feng shui the house, detox, perhaps a massive declutter. (laughs) Yeah, I obviously have big ambitions. Um, But I decided to make it as simple as possible, and I began with decluttering my walk-in closet. (laughs) And the goddesses laughed. (laughs) They laughed. Oh, my, did they laugh. Goodness, have you ever feng shui'd your wardrobe? (laughs) Well, I guess I should say um, declutter because that's really the first step in the whole process. Um, Before you can feng shui anything, you have to really declutter, right? So decluttering basically is the process of removing from your space anything that no longer serves a purpose in your life. If you don't love it, if you don't use it, or if it's broken or irreparable, you know, it's just taking up space. And guess what? Anything that takes up space takes up your space, takes up space in your life, that prevents you from expanding into your own beautiful goddess self. It's like taking away from you that which you could be attributing or contributing to in this big, bold, beautiful world. So I want to ask Ladies, when was the last time that you took a serious look at the contents of your wardrobe? 
And the reason why I want to ask this is because there's there's an energetic reason here. You know, I can say with absolute certainty that the 80-20 principle is in effect for you. I know it was for me, and what I mean by that is that we tend to only wear about 80 or, or 80% of the time, we only wear 20% of our wardrobe. And timeless classics aside, too often we hang on to clothing that may have fit us properly at one time or may have been the perfect expression of personal style like 10 years ago. <laughs> but, but we tend to keep these clothes because. For some of us, we have the hope that it's going to circle back around again and it, it'll have a second life and, you know, we'll wear it again and everything will be grand. <laughs> but there's a lot of energy that gets tied up in being a clothes hoarder. Um, you know, another reason why people keep clothes is because they can't bear to part with those things that they've spent a lot of money on. And I get that, you know, when you buy, when you invest in valuable pieces, it's really hard to let go of them regardless if they, you know, fit you or, or are in style or not. But think about this. This is actually a disservice to both you and your wardrobe because of a little term that I use, that I used to use when I was in real estate um, when I would do real estate valuations or do a market value market evaluation on a home and come up with a pricing structure, um, that property was valued on the highest and best use. So if a if a home, for instance, or if a, if a piece of land, for instance, was um, being looked at for various different developments, any appraiser or real estate agent or developer would go in and consider its highest and best use and assess that property based on that. And so you can look at your clothing and you can think about the money that you put out for a piece of clothing, but that value, it's, it's depreciates, you know, unless it's a timeless classic, it's just not there. You know, the value is just not there. And in the meantime, what happens is that you've created this big, huge energy suck for yourself and an energetic block that builds each and every time you have to sort through your pieces of your wardrobe that no longer fit or that are out of style or, you know, even looking at the ones that have that perceived value, they just sit there and they suck your energy and they don't make you feel like the goddess that I know you are. <laughs> so I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the situation and I'm laughing at my experience as I went through this. You know, I decided to do a declutter a couple days into the new year. And let me tell you something. Skeletons in the closet took on a whole new meaning as <laughs> I started sorting through my wardrobe, discerning, you know, what to keep and what to let go of. Because it is so true. It is so, so true. The clothes that you choose to wear have a direct impact on your overall vibe. But so do those clothes that you choose not to wear 
all of those clothes that are taking up the real estate real estate space in your closet, energetic space, your physical space. And here's what it boils down to. Um, you might feel the same way, but when you think about your wardrobe, how do you really feel? Do you feel excited about what you have hanging in the in the closet? Do you ever, you know, like you're like you get in there and you want to play dress up? Or do you look at your your closet or your clothes hanging in your closet and think about the person that you used to be when you used to wear that? Or do you look at the clothes and think, one day I'll wear that again when it comes back into style, after I lose 10 pounds or whatever the excuse is here. But question to ask yourself when you're looking at your closet in your looking in your closet, looking at your clothes, you know, if I can just share this little thing that happened here, it just to illustrate how easy it is to fall into the trap of the haunted closet. (laughs) Um, I personally have fluctuated in size over the years. I've gone from a size six in 2003. I had a baby in 2004. My, my size shot up to 14 in 2004 and then it came back down again and then it went back up again and you know currently I'm at a size 8 to 10 depending on the manufacturer (laughs) I like to throw that disclaimer in there (laughs) but um my point is that I took a roller coaster ride in terms of of sizes in in you know that fit me And I really got into this mindset that I couldn't throw anything out because I just knew that I would lose the weight again. Um, But, you know, regardless if the clothes fit me, I knew that they would fit me in time, you know, just give it some time. (laughs) So needless to say, I've had so many items that have hung on the racks in my closet for years. And whenever I would get dressed in the morning, I'd have to sort through all these ghosts in my closet, you know, the ghost of my wardrobe past, (laughs) to pick out something that I could work with. And that's not fun. It's not a great way to start your day. And so, you know, when you get dressed, do you dread looking through your clothes, you know, just just some questions to ask yourself. If, in, in, and I want to know, too, have you ever found yourself saying, I have nothing to wear, but you have loads of clothes stuffed on the racks, you know, stuffed on your shelves in your closet? That statement and that belief is a total drain on your vibration, and it brings you down. It's for a number of reasons, in fact. It's a lie because you do have things to wear right there in front of you. The truth is (laughs) you're just in denial of the fact that what you do have to wear is not what you want to wear because it makes you feel less than your goddess self, right? It's also a form of shooting yourself. Every time you look at those clothes that hang in your closet that don't fit you or need repair or just are out of style, You know, you should yourself, oh, I should get rid of these. I should fix these. I should lose some weight. And talk about an energy suck. All of those statements bring you down because it, you know, it just makes you feel less than enough. It makes you feel less than worthy, less than accomplished. And so my point 
in all of this is to say the way you dress is as important. It is so important on so many levels. It communicates your signature essence to the world, your sense of style, the big who of the you equation, okay? So your closet has a direct impact on your self-esteem. And with if, if, if what you choose to adorn yourself with is not working in your favor, why do you keep it? Why? Why? <laughs> so if it's time for you to address the skeletons in your closet, I have, of course, you know I'm going to say, breathe, observe, feel, follow. <laughs> Take a deep grounding breath. Before you start this process, you know, before you start looking at all the clothes in your wardrobe, um, take a deep grounding breath and observe your wardrobe. You are just noticing everything here. You're not judging it. You're not shooting yourself. You're just noticing what your wardrobe consists of. And then feel what you feel and make note of it. Make note of, of where you feel whatever you feel in your body. You know, how does it make you feel? To And then the next thing is to think about your ideal self, the person you have made up in your head that you strive to be, perhaps even that person that you've been holding on to these garments for. And you can ask yourself, if I were my ideal person today, would I hang on to these garments that do not fit me? If I were that person, would I hang on to the clothes that that I need to put a new zipper in or take to the dry cleaners or have repaired? Would I hang on to any of these things that are out of style? Would I hang on to any of these clothes that make me feel less than the sexy goddess that I am. <laughs> and as you're as you're reflecting on these questions from the point of view of the person that you wish to be, notice what comes up for you. Just take the time to look closely at your clothing collection, you know, starting with with the least worn items first and and go through this process and do it again and again if you have to. But just notice what comes up for you. I highly recommend that if you do this, you should give yourself plenty of time to to work through this whole process from start to finish. Um, definitely don't start and stop in the middle. You know, just, just work through it. And again, if you have to, you know, breathe, observe, feel, follow your truth. Ask yourself, will I ever wear it again? Will I fix it? Will it make me feel like a goddess? Give your time, give yourself the time to sort through it. You you know, sometimes you do this, you start on this process and you discover an old piece of clothing that you actually do like and that actually does fit and that you do want to keep. <laughs> but if you can't answer yes to any of the questions, will I wear it? Will I fix it? Does it make me feel like a goddess? Put it in the toss pile and either donate that to your local women's shelter or to your favorite charity 
or if you want to have a little fun with it, you might organize a clothing swap party with your girlfriends. But it's it's a process. It is a process, and you want to give yourself time to do it. And you want to be really honest in answering those questions also. And, you know, my mantra was when I did this was exactly that. If it doesn't fit, if it needs repair, or if it doesn't make me feel like the empowered woman that I am, I've got to get rid of it. And so you might want to try this too. So um, the other cool thing out of this is that when you donate these clothes to your favorite charity, check this out. Look how abundant you are. You just discovered your first tax deduction for 2015. (laughs) Woohoo! Take the money and run. (laughs) You might even consider selling these clothes on eBay, you know. But, okay, so once you've whittled it all down, probably wise to release yourself from the bondage of all the clothes that you've been hoarding. And you can do that by saying this simple statement. It's a very simple statement. It's just basically, I release myself from the possession of these clothes. I intend that these clothes find a new owner who joyfully wears them with pride. You can change the verbiage around however you want, but it's a really good idea to release yourself and to acknowledge that out loud because on an energetic level, it it changes that energetic template and allows you to energetically step into that ideal person that you strive to be. So once you do that, just take a few breaths here, a few deep grounding breaths. <sighs> you did it. <laughs> Yay. You freed up space for your authentic self to emerge from. And you freed up space in both your energetic and physical worlds. Now, how does that? Here's the deal. This practice, I realize, is not for everyone. I get that. It's an exercise and awareness, and it can lead to huge, powerful, massive energy shifts, and it can set you on an accelerated path toward your ideal future. And so once you've cleared out all of that old stuff, you now have a clean foundation on which to rebuild. And you can do that with integrity and authenticity and strength going forward, but I I do want to urge you to take about a week before you decide to start shopping to rebuild your wardrobe. This way you can um, you can take the time, you can feel out the edges of your new space, and you can be really intentional in your efforts to look like the goddess that you are. And that way, when you're ready to acquire new clothes, you're really grounded in the space of awareness and intention and feeling into your desired future. And again, you know, when you begin this process, ask yourself, does this make me feel the way I want to feel? So before I wrap up the show, I just want to reiterate this little message, okay? Just remember that When you commit to feeling into your desired future, you have to question how everything makes you feel. Everything from your relationships, your relationship with money, 
the food that you eat, the friends that you keep, and even the clothes that you choose to wear or don't. <laughs> but listen, here's the, here's the here's the deal. Tomorrow is not promised. It's good to have a vision and a plan so that you know where you're going, but it's also good to be a little bit detached from that, you know, continue to work toward your ideal self, but you still have got to live for today. You've got to be good to the person that you are right now. Dress her like she matters right now. You know, don't make her sort through the ghost of her past every time she wants to get dressed. <laughs> don't don't make her hold out for that one day when everything will be perfect. <laughs> Make time right now to create a wardrobe that says, I love myself. I have self-respect. I like to look good, and I like to feel confident. And I promise you, that's going to go a long way in setting the foundation for a strong teen and beyond. And that, my friends, wraps up another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. (laughs) If you like this show, you can let others know about it by leaving a rating back at the iTunes show page. I really appreciate the ratings that you guys are leaving. It's just so awesome. And your ratings help others find this podcast. And it also helps fill the world with more goddess energy and you know the world needs that. So thank you so much for your love and your support. And until next time, I love you guys to the moon and back. Thank you so much. One, one, one.